0: Welcome to the Mind Your Heart podcast. My name is Jody. Today's episode, we are going to dive into the 10 most common reasons why big-hearted people struggle to find their passion in life. Let's hop into it. Big hearted people are my most favorite people in the world. They give and they give and they give without any expectation of anything coming back to them. And they are there to support other people and lift them up and they want what's best for everyone else all the time. But it breaks my heart to see these people not able to show up in the world for themselves and to feel like they deserve more. And so I put together this list of 10 reasons why big hearted people struggle to find their passion because it's a real problem because they're so busy giving to everyone else that their life gets put on the back burner. And to be quite honest, we really, really need the more big people big-hearted people to show up in the world, like in the worst way. And so I am actually on a mission to get all of you who have these super big hearts, who are caring and looking after everybody else, into your power so that you can find your passion and show up in the world the way the world needs you. So we're going to get into these 10 things right off the bat really quite quick here because there's a lot to them. And I want to make sure that we're doing each of them justice and that we don't just run out of time. So the first one is a big one, and it's a little bit hard to wrap your head around because if you don't see it, you don't see it. And I find that these people who really give and love and care a lot do this consistently. I was one of them, and I know that I did not know to what extent this was happening in my life. So the first thing is you are betraying yourself or abandoning yourself and therefore hiding your true self. So the solution to that is to unleash your inside world and align your outside world with your inside world. Now, that sounds really... Hard when you don't actually know how to do that, and you're afraid of rejection and you're afraid of upsetting other people, and you're afraid that the world is going to turn against you because it has told you to be someone in particular and you're trying to be that person. So, let's talk about what it looks like to unleash your inside world and align it with your outside world. So, that's going to be just small things every day, all the time, like expressing your thoughts in a conversation. So you can't have this whole other narrative going on in your head while you're trying to be what you have been told is a good person and saying things on the outside. So lots of these really kind people don't want to upset anyone. And so you're saying things in your head that you think aren't appropriate or that are going to hurt somebody else or or are maybe somewhat uh, you've been told are in bad taste. And so instead of finding a graceful or tactful way to express them, you shut them down and say what you think is the right thing to say or what you've been told is the right thing to say. And you're not aligning your life with what is going on inside or maybe maybe it's something else that looks like something makes you super angry but you don't actually say that you're angry because you don't want to start a fight and you don't like confrontation and so you just stuff it hide it sweep it under the rug and carry on in life so it's those little betrayals all the time that are stopping you from being able to find your passion because you never really are expressing your inside world on the outside now it's tricky and it's hard and I know you're not going to want to do it because you have been so trained to be a good person in a certain and a good person does certain things like not upsetting other people. A good wife, a good mom, a good husband doesn't make your spouse unhappy. You need to look after other people's happiness is what you've been told, but it's really messing you up because you're not in alignment and you're not able to find what you're passionate about because you're constantly squashing that inner world. So the first thing you need to do is unleash your inside world and align it with your outside world. Okay, the second thing is, you're punishing yourself for the mistakes you've made in the past or one that you make in the moment. So you say something wrong or you do something wrong and you beat yourself up like crazy and you're really hard on yourself. Like nobody is harder on you than you. And so the second somebody criticizes you, you already know, you know, you've screwed something up, or you know, you've made a mistake, you've already beaten yourself up. Now somebody criticizes you and you shut down or they squash you because you're already feeling bad about it. Uh, The solution to that is to understand that All humans are perfectly imperfect. And to really embrace your imperfections, you are not ever going to be perfect. So you need to really just kind of see your humanity and appreciate your humanity because being human is kind of a really cool experience. And if we were all perfect, it would never be, the world wouldn't even be colorful because everybody would be living in this utopia. And that includes you. So You need to really just lean into and see your humanity. And the best example I have of this is Brene Brown. So if you're a Brene Brown follower, and she's such a good storyteller, but part of what's good about her stories is that she will like openly admit when she's just being a crazy human. Like she talks about being a Texan and when somebody makes you mad, you are locked and loaded and you go after them or how she's a really big blamer. And her immediate knee jerk reaction is to like totally lash out and blame somebody else. And the way she, she, tells the stories, she really makes it funny. Like she's laughing at her own humanity and she keeps it super light. She sets such a good example for this. So she's not punishing herself or living in shame for who she is or the mistakes she's made. She's accepting her humanity and kind of making fun of it. And then once you accept it and you acknowledge it, then you can do something about it, but you don't, you can't just beating yourself up for the mistakes you've made and like ripping yourself up isn't helpful. And it's, it's not, it's not a good solution. It's something that these really nice, kind people do because they don't ever want to hurt anybody else, but it's not helping you. Okay, the third one is you have surrounded yourself with people who drain you. So because you are a giver and because you care so deeply and so much and because you want what's best for everybody else, you attract people who want that kind of person and and are constantly taking, constantly taking, constantly taking. Now, if you're a taker, you're going to know you're a taker because the people around you are going to be constantly serving you. So you're on the flip side of this. But right now, these are for big hearted giving people and you need to set boundaries and limits around how much you give. So you give because it feels good to you and because you want to give. So in the, that's, that's the limit around how much you give is it, feels, it still feels good. It doesn't feel like it's robbing from you or taking from you or draining your life force. You feel good because it feels good to help others and to be generous. After that, you set boundaries and limits around how much you give. So that's time limits on time. And that that would be for people who vent or complain to you. You have to give them a time limit. Okay, I'm willing to listen for 15 minutes, go hard, and then give them whatever you can to help them. And then you have to go. Or maybe you have extra money and people are always coming to you for loans or or money and you have to have repayment terms and you don't give them any more money until whatever has been repaid back to you or maybe you start asking for help with tax tasks when you've you're already overdrawn when your limit has been reached and you are out and then so you ask help ask for help from other people so another solution to this is Now, you have to start bringing other givers into your circle of people. So if you're a giver, often you're the only one who gives because you're uncomfortable with somebody else giving to you. So start bringing more givers into your life and let them be a friend to you. Let them help you. Ask for their outside objective opinions. Dissect life and try and figure out life with them because they understand you. Let them look after you once in a while. And then when the opportunity arises, do the same back for them. So you always want to give and be generous because that's what feels good to you. But you have to let other people give and be generous with you also. So that's number three. Number four, you are taking life too seriously and it's getting really heavy. So the solution to that is to just keep your heart light. Feel the energy of the situation or the person or the place or the thing. So when you're thinking of going towards something or thinking of doing something or somebody's invited you somewhere or you want to make a new friend, stop and feel the energy of it and you'll start to feel things that are light and you'll start to feel things that are heavy. Move toward the lightness, move towards the things that feel good, and then stay away from that that feels heavy. Start using that as one of your decision-making factors. You want to stay on the bright side, you want to look for the silver linings, and play and be playful and lighthearted, and, and keep life fun. Play now, just to speak about play for a second, it looks different to everyone. So for some people, it's like actually playing games of some sort, or other people, it's just making jokes or harmless pranks. And some people are cheeky and other people see this funny side of life. And some people laugh at their own idiosyncrasies. And it's just keeping life fun and not taking anything too seriously. Now, just a side note on laughing at your idiosyncrasies, that's not the same as self-deprecating humor that's different and it's not lighthearted. hearted that's like it's it's being okay with who you are and laughing at yourself when things aren't lining up or going as smoothly as you'd like or you do something that's silly or maybe not the smartest and you laugh at it that's different than just making fun of yourself and, and putting yourself down all the time so that's that, that feels heavy. Self-deprecating humor feels heavy. Lighthearted is laughing at yourself and your mistakes when you make them. So that was number four. Now, number five is you aren't focusing on personal progress. So that's the progress that you're making in your life. So humans are hardwired to make progress. That's how society moves forward all of the time. That's how we evolve. That's how things grow. We're hardwired for it. When anything that we're hardwired for feels good, and makes us happy. And that's just sort of biologically keeps us doing those things because they feel good to us. But we don't always know that's something that feels good. And so we're not always seeking it. So I'm here to tell you progress will make you happy. You need to seek progress in your life. So what areas of your life are you feeling like you're missing the mark on and that you want to improve? And I would be trying to take steps forward everywhere all the time. Always be bettering yourself. Always be trying to reach your potential. Always be growing. Always be moving forward. So is that in in your relationships, in your finances, with your health, maybe your physical appearance or your um, physical body. Maybe there's some things there that you would want to... just get feeling better or feel, look, feel better about for yourself. Maybe it's mental, maybe it's in- intellectual or spiritual. Just start making progress, moving forward, actually thinking about how could you take a step and make it better or improve it. Um, so that all starts with educating yourself about um, different ways to do something than what you've been doing. So for me, what that looked like um well, it looks like a lot of different things in a lot of different ways, but a really big example of it was I wanted to attract better people in my life because I didn't have good people in my life. And I knew that in order to attract better people in my life, I needed to be a better person so that they would, I would be on the same wavelength as them. So when I started following Seth Godin, who is a marketer, one of the things I was looking for was who he was as a person and how he got there. Like, how how did he get to the level of being who he was and what were some of his character traits? And interestingly enough, he was an excellent example. And I actually have a podcast uh, that I did... On what I learned from him, it's episode number seven, 18 golden nuggets of wisdom that will change your life. I highly recommend that you go listen to it because I talk about the things that Seth Godin taught me as I was learning from him and wanting to level up myself as a person. So that was number five. Now, number six, when you do make progress, you don't stop and take a moment to see how far you've come. So you want to be rewarding yourself for making progress. So Because we're hardwired for progress, if we aren't seeing it immediately, then we become frustrated and unhappy and we stop moving forward because we think that we're not making any progress. So you need to set yourself up to win and you need to acknowledge and reward yourself for your wins. And what this does is it continuously feeds your happiness quotient, because you're constantly noticing the little wins, the little things that are going right, and it motivates you to keep going, and it feels fun, and you feel like, because you feel like you're winning, and so no matter how small the step is, make it a big deal, like just notice it, acknowledge it, celebrate it for yourself, so that could just be like an aha moment, or a new insight into a problem, that's a win or actually taking that first step. Like, okay, I just did this thing that I've been wanting to do for forever. I just did it. Celebrate it. Yay. Don't stop there, but take a moment and acknowledge it and be proud of yourself for taking the step. Stop looking at the whole mountain. You took the first step. That's a big deal. Then you take the next step. That's a big deal. Then the next step, don't stop moving forward, but acknowledge the progress that you're making. Learning something is a win. Um, taking the first step towards a healthier life. maybe it's a big thing like quitting smoking or not drinking alcohol or setting a new boundary, or keeping just keeping a promise to yourself. So many people struggle with that. That's a win. Be proud of yourself. Maybe you were consistent with something for seven days, thirty one days, twelve months. Those are all wins. So celebrate them. Number seven. You aren't in alignment with and don't honor your heart or follow your heart. So the solution to that is to identify your core values and your secondary values so that you have a compass to guide you. So this is a way bigger deal than you realize. And until you do it, you don't understand how big of a deal it is, is to be in alignment with your values. Your values are have created beliefs. You have beliefs. You have created beliefs. Beliefs around your values. And if you're not conscious of your values, you can't figure out your beliefs, and your beliefs are running the show. They're like the whole programming. So you have to actually sit down, figure out what are my two core values, and then what are my secondary values, and what do I want to work towards? Which values do I want to bring into my life? This is a very, very big deal. And I heard about values lots, and I never did the work for years until I went to see Dr. DeMartini live and he talked about values and the friend that I was with actually made me sit down and do the work we did it as like we left his seminar and we sat in my truck in the parking lot and figured out our values and having her push me through well it was life-changing it was Unbelievably life changing, such a simple exercise that didn't take a ton of time. Some people do, they wrestle with them trying to figure out your core values. That takes longer, but it's so worth it because all of a sudden you know why you're making the decisions you're making and you don't let self limiting beliefs pull you off track. Following your core values, big deal. Number eight, you don't give yourself the space to heal when something happens. You're just pushing through relentlessly. And often people with big hearts really think they need to be resilient and their resiliency is almost their Achilles heel. Like they push through, you guys push through so hard that you keep just creaming your heart and not ever giving yourself a chance to heal. You don't take the time for you and we need space in our lives. And so I did a meditation once and I was under extreme amount of stress and it just felt like I had all of this stuff coming at me all of the time. And in the meditation, I saw myself standing on the ground with these big mountains of sand, like coming right up next to me. And the mountains of sand was all of the workload and the stress and and the obstacles and the issues in my life. That's what that mountain of sand was representing to me. And so I got myself in my mind, in my mental vision. I got myself a great big wall, bulldozer type something or other. And I started pushing that sand back and away from me. And just doing that in my head gave me enough space to breathe and think and then make better decisions instead of just trying to climb these mountains of sand. So. This isn't something that you have to make a big deal out of all the time. It might be a meditation in the morning might do it for you. It might be just having a visual of what it feels like or a metaphor for it so that you can mentally make a picture for yourself that gives you space to heal whatever is happening. Your soul needs to breathe and your soul is not little, it's big. You have to create that space for yourself. It makes a big difference and then all of a sudden you can take on life a little bit more. Number nine, you put your happiness on the back burner and you are restricting the things that light you up or that make you happy. And this is because you feel guilty for choosing yourself because you're a big hearted person and you're looking after everybody all of the time. So the solution to that is get permission to lean into what makes you happy. And if you can't give that permission to yourself, ideally you give the permission to yourself. But probably you're going to struggle with that. And so... Lightly tread that water with the people who are closest to you and lean on them for encouragement and support in order to do things that are important for your happiness. You might have to go on a little journey to figure it out. You might have to take a moment and try a bunch of different things to figure out what makes you happy. But when you find it, do it. Don't restrict yourself from it. And if if there are people that you're treading water with and you're not finding that they're fully supportive or of your happiness, or they're more concerned about themselves than they are about you, just a small hint, those people shouldn't be in your inner circle. And I have another whole podcast about that, which is episode two, how to choose top-notch people for your inner circle. And if you struggle with knowing the kind of people that you need to have in your inner circle, you can listen to that one. So that you'll find at starpasser.com forward slash two. That's how to choose top-notch people for your inner circle. starpasser.com forward slash two. Okay. So the last one is one you're probably going to resist because you are a person that has a big heart and you're looking after everybody else. But you're probably also playing it too safe. That's number 10. You're playing it too safe in life. You need to take risks and dance with fear. We get into a rut after we've been burned and we start playing things super safe. And we stay in our comfort zone and we don't want to show up and we don't want to be a beginner and we don't want to take a risk and we don't want to try new things because that's scary and we might fail and people might think badly of us. But the solution is to do the things that scare you to lean into them and to start walking towards that. Now, that doesn't mean you have to jump out of airplanes, but it might be things like speaking up instead of shutting down when conversations get difficult. It might mean leaving your heart open when you've been hurt and it wants to close and you need to leave your heart open and have compassion for other people and for yourself and for the ones that hurt you. It might mean making a speech in public or recording a video onto social media or maybe entering some sort of competition for whatever talent or skill you have, maybe it's singing or dance or poker or chess, anything that excites you, just take risks that excite you, something that makes you have to deal with failure or something that makes you have to deal with people judging you or something that makes you have to deal with a shame in your life, take a risk in that area and let the possibilities excite you. So we don't want things that will destroy you. We want things that will excite you, the possibility of it, and to get through it. Um, The large uncalculated risks, they're not so smart. We don't want to be doing those because those just... Well, I mean, you can do them. I'm not saying you shouldn't do them, but we don't wanna be willy-nilly about them. Take risks that keep you feeling alive. They're small ones that activate your nervous system and push you out of your comfort zone because they're super healthy and they're fun to conquer and stick with it. Stick with whatever that risk is until you build the skills and learn and understand and, and find success. So those are the 10 Reasons why big hearted people struggle to find their passion. Let's just go through them again, really quick, before we sign off. Number one, you are betraying yourself or abounding yourself and therefore hiding your true self. Number two, you punish yourself instead of forgiving yourself and having compassion for the mistakes you've made. Number three, you have surrounded yourself with people who drain you instead of people who are excited about life and inspiring and encouraging you to be more. Number four, you're taking life far too seriously and it's getting heavy. Number five, you aren't focusing on making progress and building your happiness through progress. Number six, you aren't celebrating the small wins and the progress that you've made. Number seven, you aren't in alignment with and you aren't following your heart or have determined what your values are so that you can live according to your values. Number eight, you're not giving yourself enough space to heal. Number nine, you've put your happiness on the back burner and you're restricting the things that light you up and make you happy. And number 10, you're playing it too safe. All right, guys, if you do all of these 10 things, I promise you, your life is going to change substantially. You won't even recognize it and you will find your passion and be passionate and inspired every day to wake up and do the things that light you up because you're going to know what they are and you're going to be brave enough to do them. That's all I have for now. Here's to living a brave and inspired life for all of you. I appreciate you for showing up and listening every single time. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Mind Your Heart podcast. If you loved this podcast, then please screenshot it and post it to Facebook, Instagram, or wherever you post stuff. And be sure you tag me and let me know why you liked this episode and what you would like to hear in the future. That will help me know what to create for you.